God doesn't call the qualified. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. Duh. Okay. God doesn't call, doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. In other words, uh, you, may, you feel that you may not be anything. He'll qualify you to do the job. Glory. So there's no excuses for us. Okay. Uh, let's start with prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, as we look to your word. We're asking that your Holy Spirit open our eyes of our understanding this morning. We're asking also, Father God, that as we hear your word, Father God, we will be prompt to do it, Father God. We'll not just be hearers of the word, but, Father God, that we will be doers of the word. And we're praising you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we're still in the first month of uh, 2018. And we said that uh, 2018 is a uh, year for great things in the spirit. Um, uh, this is the year that uh, we need to let our spirit soar and engage our faith and take action to accomplish the great and mighty things for the kingdom of God. And we just sang a song which was, was as great. It says, uh, make a way, make room. Lord, let your spirit move. Here, or have your way in this place, Lord, or in our lives. Lord, have your way. And confirm it in me, glory. So, it's amazing that uh, we started out the first Sunday of the year being on the 7th. And the number seven is the foundational, or the foundation of God's word. The number seven is the foundation of God's word. The number seven means uh, completeness and perfection. And the Bible that you have in your hand, the Bible uh, as a whole is divided into seven major divisions. Seven major divisions. You have the law the prophets, the writings, or the psalms. You have the gospel and the acts. You have the general epistles. You have the epistles of Paul. And finally, you have the book of Revelation. So there's that seven. Again, uh, 2018 is a year for our spirits to soar. We need to release our spirits. And then last week, was the second week of, of the uh, new year. And the number two, <laughs> getting a real good one here today. The number two conveys the meaning of union. There's a union. Um, and in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, um, we said that the doors were open in 2018, and, and, and Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, looking at verse 12, he says, Furthermore, when I came to Troas to preach the gospel, uh, Christ's gospel, and the door was open unto me of the Lord. So doors are open. 
doors of opportunity are open this, this year. And also we found out in Matthew chapter 16, verse 19, that we have been given the keys to the kingdom. So if we find doors that are locked, we can unlock them. And there, if the door is, uh, is open, we can close that door and lock them. Don't let the enemy uh, mess with us. So we need to be bold and courageous to do as the Lord asks us to do. We need to go forward and take our place. And even take back that which we lost in 2017. So, you know, and when you find a thief, it says you can uh, make him pay seven times seven. So glory to God. That what you figure you lost last year. Hey, get it back. Get, get it back. So now we come to the third week of 2018. Day 21. But three, in the number of the Bible, speaks of God's sovereignty. Triune God. Talks about his authority, his dominion, his power, and his control. So if, since we're in the New Testament, let's back up to the book of 1 Corinthians. And we want to find the sixth chapter. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And look at this. Verse 20, last verse in uh, chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20. It says, For you bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So, we're no longer ours. Glory to God. And also in chapter 7 and in verse 23, it says, You were bought with a price. Be not servants of men. So we were bought with a price. We're not our own. When you buy something, I will say a house or a car, you have the keys to it. You can do what you want with it. I mean, it's yours, right? You want to give it away? You can give it away. You, you know, you, you want to just put it aside? You can put it aside. But it's yours. It's yours to do with what you want to do with it. God has bought us. So we have no longer rights of our own in that aspect. We need to do what God has called us to do. Uh-oh, now we're getting to something. Um, we've been bought with a price, therefore we're not our own. God says, you're mine, okay? I'm his, okay? So what does this entail, or what does this mean to us as Christians? Um, our life is a gift from God. Our life is a gift from God. And we need to cease taking our life for granted, we need to stop wasting it. We need to stop mistreating it and throwing away the precious time that God has given us. We need to treasure what God has given us. We need to live a life that's worthy as a child of God. Glory to God. So what is needed to start 2018? 
We've been bought with a price. Well, what we need to do in 2018 is have a revival. Amen. Revival in our hearts. A revival helps us find the truth. So let's go to all the way back to the Old Testament and find the book of Psalms and find the 85th uh, chapter of Psalms, 85. Glory to God. In Psalms 85, uh, we want to look at verses 6 and 7. In Psalms 85, verses 6 and 7. Wilt thou not revive us again, that thy people may rejoice in thee? We need to be re revived so we can rejoice in God. Show us thy mercy, O Lord, and grant us thy salvation. From the Amplified, says, verse 6 and 7, Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your mercy and loving kindness, O Lord, and grant us, grant us your salvation. Glory to God. And we want to look at one other thing about uh, revival. That's Isaiah chapter 57 this time. Isaiah chapter 57. That's Isaiah chapter 57, and this time we're going to look at verse 15. That's Isaiah 57, verse 15. For thus says the high and lofty one that inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Glory to God. Okay. It says revive or have a revival. Uh, in the Hebrew, revive means to bring back to life. So a revival means we need to come back to life. We've strayed. And beginning a new year, we need to be resuscitated. We need to have new life put into us. We need revival. Yes, amen. amen. So what's going to shake up an individual that's in a, or a Christian that's in the world today to make us or revive us, uh, to redirect us so that we can become focused again? There's only one thing that can make us revive that's fasting and praying. Uh-oh. Fast means to eat little or nothing. Prayer means to seek God and His ways. So we're going to fast, eat little or nothing, the right foods that is, and we need to seek God and His ways, not our ways. Okay. Now, um, there are spiritual benefits of fasting. Spiritual benefits of fasting. It brings us closer to God. We focus on what God says. We, we become more sensitive to God's voice. Glory to God. Hallelujah. What are we going to fast for? 
Well, in our fast, we're going to fast and pray for our nation, for the church, and for our individual needs, dreams, vision, and goals. Uh, we, need, we need to see a breaking forth or a break forth or a breakthrough in our lives, our families and friends, and especially our nation. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me give you a, a few things what to pray for on a nation. We need to, one, have intercession. Intercession means to pray for someone else. So we need to pray for somebody else. And, and, and also in this intercession, in this prayer, we need to have thanksgiving. That God, that we know what uh, God is going to do and then we thank him for it. But here we need, for, for our nation, we need to pray that uh, our leaders will have an open heart to hear and respond to the voice of God. And for uh, scriptures you want to use, I'm not going to read them out. You're just going to write them out. Acts chapter 16, verse 14, and Luke 24 and verse 45. That's Acts 16, 14, and Luke 24, 20, uh, 45. That's having an open heart. That's speaking about our leadership. Then we need to pray that they get the help that they will accept this is for our nation, that, or you can even use this for our families too, that uh, they accept wise counsel. Wise counsel. Again, uh, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 14. That's Proverbs 11, 14, and Proverbs 15, 22. We're not, uh, we're not reading those. I'm just giving you the um, address. And then they need to be protected from the influence of the evil or wickedness, you know. Those that are in our, our uh, leadership, they need to be protected from the evil. And there's a lot of evil out there. They say, they call it the swamp. So, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3. That's 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3. That's protection or, uh, against the uh, influence of the evil. Then they need to be delivered. They need to be delivered from the opinions contrary to the word of God. They're going to hear a lot of things, but they've got to be delivered from those things. Psalms 119, verses 105. That's some, Psalms 119, verse 105. Then... In our prayers for them, we need to ask that they be guarded from all harm and be blessed, they and their families. Psalms 21, verse 11. That's Psalms 21, verse 11. And Ezra, chapter 6, verse 10. And finally, we need also uh, that they be granted a heart of compassion for those that their constituents, you know, these people right now are, are very uh, self-motivated. 
They were voted in there to help their constituents, those are the people that voted for them. Uh, they are supposed to vote for them what they want, not what this individual wants. So that's, we want that, that they would be granted a heart of compassion. That's uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Colossians 3, 12. Okay, glory to God. Hope you got all that. Okay. So let's now turn, we'll go to the rest of this. Turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 6. I want you to look at the, when Jesus is speaking about fasting and praying. That's Matthew, chapter 6. Verse 16, that's Matthew 6, 16. Jesus is speaking. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites. I want you to notice here, the key is when you fast. When you fast. It means there are, it should be more than once. I'm sorry that we got away from it uh, the past couple of years. But usually we call for a fast. We'll maybe do Another one sometime down the line after this, but uh, maybe just before the uh, midterm elections, we'll f fast and pray again. But uh, when you fast, uh, it needs to be uh, done. When? When you do this, these are things we need to do. So now turn to the Old Testament, and we're going to look at uh, Isaiah chapter 58. It talks about how to fast or what the fast is for. This is why we fast. Isaiah chapter 58. In Isaiah chapter 58, verse 6, it says, Is this not the fast which I have chosen to loosen the bands of the wickedness and uh, to undo the heavy burdens and to let the oppressed go free? And that ye will break, and, and that ye break every yoke from the amplified. Rather not is this the fast that I have chosen to loosen the bands of wickedness, to undo the bands of the uh, bands of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and let you break every enslaving yoke. Glory to God. So we're asking God to intervene. Fasting is asking God to intervene. And when we're, when we're fasting, we're asking, Lord, what would you have me to do in this fast? It's to have an, uh, um, uh, a positive input into our lives. This fast is supposed to bring positive inputs into our lives. Glory to God. So when you're fasting, know that the, the, these principles are going to take place. God's going to give you the ideas, and he's going to give you a positive input. Okay, uh, since we are in the Old Testament, let's move on to the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 9. In Daniel chapter 9. Daniel chapter 9 and verse 3, beginning with verse, verse 3. Um, 
this is, we, we learned that we, why we fast for God's intervention. Now we're going to see in Daniel 9 exactly what. Daniel 9, chapter, uh, chapter, chapter 9, verses, beginning with verse 3. And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. Well, I'm not, we're not asking you to go out there and uh, put sackcloth and get some ashes, but uh, we're asking, you know, we're asking uh, that you also fast, though. Verse 4, And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord, let, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him, and let them keep, that, uh, keep his commandments. Verse 5, We have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled and even by departing from thy precepts and from thy judgment. In other words, we know we've done wrong. We, we, we need to turn things around. We need, to, we, need to, we need to become once again set apart for his purpose. Set apart for his purpose. Okay, now let's uh, back up to the book of Psalms. Once again, and this time Psalms chapter 35. Psalms 35. In Psalms chapter 35. Look at verse 13, or begin with verse 13. Psalms 35, 13. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayers returned uh, into my own bosom. I have behaved myself as though he had been my friend and brother. I bowed down he heavily as one that mourneth for his mother. In other, in other words, we need to be humble when, when we are fasting and praying because we're coming before God. And we need to, one, as we are humble and we're praying, we need to evaluate what we're doing. And then we need to prioritize those things. Okay, I'm praying for my family. That's the headline. Then we need the priority. I'm going to pray for such and such because of illness or then. And then once you prioritize, we have to make a commitment to do it. See, the situation, oftentimes people pray or fast and putting both together. They make a commitment, but they don't go follow through. In other words, we need to be disciplined in what we are called to do, what we're told to do. And when we are disciplined, the fulfillment will come. We'll see the manif uh, manifestation take place in people's lives. Glory to God. So that's praying for humility, that we evaluate, prioritize, that uh, we make the commitment and once we make that commitment, we have to dis discipline ourselves to do it. And then once that takes place, we will see the fulfillment of that uh, commitment or evaluation. Okay, now let's go to the book of Joel. Book of Joel. 
That's right before the book of Amos. It helps you out a lot. Joel chapter 2. Look at verse 12, beginning with verse 12. Joel chapter 2, verse 12. Therefore also now, saith the Lord, turn ye even unto me with all your heart, and with fasting, and with weeping, and with mourning. Verse 13. And rent your hearts, and not your garments. Turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anchor, and with great kindness, and uh, repenteth him of the evil. So we need to return to God, Joel says. We need to return to God. That means God is telling us that we have misplaced our priorities. In the fast, when we, when we open up, he will show us where we misplaced our priorities. And that's why we have lost opportunities. Those doors of opportunities were closed to us last year. But we, we will... Open those doors. Uh, when we re replace our priorities, it brings relief and revival. So when we're going to this prayer and fast, we're going to, we're going to see relief in those things that we are, are praying for, and there's going to be revival in those areas. Glory to God. So we need to rejoice in Him because He's called us to do this. And when you, then you can re recall the peace and joy that's in your heart. Because you are now fasting and praying and doing things right. Okay, now we want to go back, all the way back. Okay, this one is always getting myself mixed up at. You want to find the book of Nehemiah. It's right after Ezra and Chronicles. So, Nehemiah. Go, go to Nehemiah chapter 1. Nehemiah chapter 1. Nehemiah chapter 1, looking at verse 4. And it came to pass when I heard these words, that I sat down and wept and mourned in certain, certain days, and fasted and prayed before the Lord God of heaven. Well, he, he found out certain things were happening. We'll say, there's an incident that, that's, that you know has happened, and you are... Burdened with it. You have an uh, intercession for it. And look what he says here again. And it came to pass when I heard the words, when you heard these things, something happened. Let me say it's a neighbor or a friend or maybe, you know, uh, uh, an incident. It's a thing. He sat down and he wept and he mourned certain days. Certain days. How many days are we going to fast on this thing, you know? Um, and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. So, in order for revival or a change to happen in people's lives or our nation's lives, we have to pray and fast to bring a revival. Drop down to verse 11 now. That's Nehemiah chapter 1 now, verse 11. O Lord, I beseech thee, let down thy ear, be attended to my prayer of thy servant. So he's saying, hear my prayer. I'm fasting and praying. And the prayer of thy servant who desires to, to fear thy name and prosper, I pray thee, uh, thee my, uh, thy servant this day, and grant him mercy in, in, the, in the sight of the, for this man, for I was a king's cupbearer. In other words, what I'm praying for, listen to me. There's repentance. When repentance comes forth, 
There's a revival. And when you do this, your, your fasting and prayer, it'll carry you through the deepest pain. That which you've been praying for, it will not, it'll be a burden on your heart, but it won't be a, a, so burdensome that you get, in, get into despair. But this, this burden that you have when you pray for others, it's an uplifting one to bring them out. Okay, glory to God. Hallelujah. Now let's turn to the book of Acts. We'll go to the book of Acts real quick here. And find the book of Acts chapter 13. In chapter 13 we're going to see something. Okay. I never saw this before, but this is enlightening to me. I mean, I've read it before, but it just didn't strike me. In Acts chapter 13, looking at verse 3 and 4. And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. So they, being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed unto Securia, and from thence they went, sailed to Cyprus. In other words, you, there's a, if there's a mission, you pray for a mission. A higher way of uh, living. Uh, there's valuable assets when you pray for others as they go on a mission. Glory to God. Okay, remember we, we found the book of uh, Nehemiah. We want to go right back, uh, right the book right in front of Nehemiah. You'll find the book of Ezra chapter 8. That's Ezra chapter 8. Look at this one. I bet none of you have ever done this. I've never done this before. On this, on what are you saying here? Ezra chapter 8, looking at verse 21. Then I proclaimed a fast there at the river Ahava, that we might afflict ourselves before the Lord, seek him a right way for us, and for our little ones, and for our substance. For I was ashamed to inquire of the king of, to band the soldiers and horse, horsemen to help us against the enemy of the way, because we had spoken unto the king, saying, The hand of our God is upon us, all of a good that seek him, but the power and, and his wrath is against all them that forsake him. Verse 23, So we fasted and besought the Lord, besought our God for this, and we were entreated. In other words, he was asking for a safe journey. How many ever... It was going to go on a journey that you fasted for it. Wow. And, it, and you read it and nothing happened. I mean, what they feared that was going to, I mean, they were going through some bad country. So they fasted and prayed. I mean, you know, sometimes some, you might be driving long distance. You, you, you say, well, I'm going to pray about my, you know, we put ministering angels about our vehicle and we go and, but, hey, why not put a little more pizzazz behind, behind it and fast for it, okay? Okay. Glory to God. Okay, now we want to find the book of Hosea. 
Jonah. Or I'm going to have to look at the front of the book. I don't remember where she's at. That's bad news. I got a drew blank on that one. Bible's falling apart. Okay. Jonah, 11, 1183. <laughs> I'm so. I was right in there. Amos, Jonah. There he is. Jonah. All right. We're going to find out something about Jonah. Chapter 3. Jonah, chapter 3. Remember, Jonah goes to the city of Nineveh to say, you're a corrupt, wicked, ugly nation, evil. And Jonah tells him that in, in chapter 3, verse, beginning with verse 5. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed the fast and put sackcloth sackcloth from the greatest them even to the least of them. For the, for the word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne and said, and laid his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth and ashes. Verse 7. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by decree of the king and his noble saying, Let neither man nor beast. Boy, this guy is getting this fasting, praying down. Herd or flock, taste anything. Let them not feed or drink water. Boy, he's doing a total fast. He's commanding a total fast on everybody. But let that man and beast covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and re- uh, who can tell if God will return and repent and turn away his fierce anger that we not perish. So, the Ninevites fasted and prayed. They fasted water. They, mean, they, they were mean business here. For what? They fasted and prayed for deliverance. In other words, in this fasting and pray, praying, they addressed the situation. God is going to destroy us. And the problem is, we need to change. We need to take, take responsibility for what we did. Repent. And what, here, here's, a, here's the big thing a lot of Christians do. We will repent of what we did, but we don't make any change to it. We go right back into it. These people repented and made the changes that were necessary for that deliverance. And we as Christians oftentimes, you know, we, we, we pray and, uh, you know, I repent of it, Lord. You know, I won't do it again. And there comes that temptation again and bam, we fall for it. Well, we, we need to make, we, make, we need to make a change. Once, once we we pray and, uh, and, and uh, fast. We need to make the change in our own lives for deliverance. Okay, let's, uh, 
I know we're bouncing around quite a bit here. Uh, find the book of Daniel this time. Daniel chapter 1. In Daniel chapter 1, glory to God, hallelujah. This is the, the Daniel fast. That's Daniel chapter 1, verse 12. Prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days let them give us pulse, or that's vegetables, to eat and water to drink. Then look upon our countenance to be looked upon before thee and thy countenance of the children that eat the portion of the king's meat, and thou seest to deal, deal with thy servants. In verse 14 it says, So he consented with them in this manner and proved them ten days. And of course, they were much better. So when you fast and pray on the Daniel, Daniel diet, uh, uh, there's going to be a spiritual uh, awakening. Glory to God. Uh, there will be emotional and, and physical healing also. So some of us, um, when we fast and pray, there's going to be certain things that our body, uh, that we have uh, permitted our body to get into because we've overloaded on it. And when we fast and pray, it removes that dross and we become clear, clean again. So, you know, that's fasting and pray, uh, praying Daniel's way. Chapter 10 of Daniel now. In chapter 10 of Daniel. Are you ready for this one? Uh, remember, that was a 10-day fast. We're only doing a 5-day fast, but you can stretch this out if you want. Daniel chapter 10, looking at verse, beginning with verse 2. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. How many days is that? 21. What is today? 21st. Oh, maybe, maybe that is a sign unto you that you need to do a 21-day fast. Uh, okay. Wow. Let's go on. Verse 3. I ate no pleasant bread, neither came flesh, upon, uh, flesh nor wine in my mouth, neither did I anoint myself at all, till the three full weeks were fulfilled. In other words, he, he did a full Daniel fast. You know, the, the foods, okay. Um, hallelujah. That was a 20-day, 21-day uh, fast. Um, now, the cost of disobedience is higher than that what you want to pay. You know, some people do certain things and say, this is not costing me anything. All of a sudden they find out, you know, it balloons and magnifies. Okay. Um, we're getting close to the end here. I believe the Daniel fast, what we're going to be doing, the five days, will revive us totally, spirit, soul, and body. Glory to God. I'm looking forward to that. 
as we implement and engage the principles of God's blessing into our lives. Fasting. He said, what, what did Jesus say? When ye fast and pray. Or he said, when you fast. When? So we're calling a fast. Now, what is, it, what is a Daniel fast like? Uh, I, I, I've told everybody to look up. Maybe you got the, the call. But uh, look up on your computers, Daniel fast. And under Daniel fast, you'll find a doctor's name, Dr. Axe, A-X-E. And under Don, uh, his uh, Dr. Axe, you'll see he, ha he has an uh, explanation. It's called the Daniel Fast History, Benefits, and Diet. Uh, this will give us the necessary information as to the foods we eat. He even gives recipes, right, Laurel? And how to prepare them as we prepare for this Five-day fast, we are going on. Amen? So again, that's uh, on your computer. Look up the Daniel fast. And under that, find uh, the uh, heading, Dr. Axe, A-X-E. And it'll tell you about the Daniel fast and the benefits of, uh, of uh, this diet. Okay, he, he goes on and tells us, there's certain beverages you can drink. Of course, there's water, but you know, then you can have also coconut water. And he said there's some uh, other ones you can drink. Then he talks about the vegetables, fruits, grains, beans, legumes, nuts, uh, nuts and seeds. So, uh, hey, there's a lot we can have on this fast. And it'll cleanse our body, and we're gonna be, you're going to be ready to go for 21 days. Yeah, I'm just kidding. kidding that. Uh, I may try the 21 days. I may when you try to not for my own benefit. Okay, and also in in his list he gives us uh, or gives you um, a list of foods that we should need to avoid. So today, when you get get the chance when you go to the market, I know um, um, with the one on one a little bit messed up and. Uh, if you've gone to the stores lately, some of the produce and some of the things are a little bit on the lean side. You know, just go out there and buy what you can and begin your fast and uh, pray for, for the things that you need to pray for. Okay? And then so that uh, this year, 2018, will be a year of spiritual growth, glory to God, that we will walk in even greater faith and see God's blessing Overtake us as we implement the things that uh, we've heard so far. And I'm going to be looking forward to weeks after the facet. Some of you are going to see some great and mighty uh, things happen, not only in your lives, but the lives of those that you pray for, uh, those that you prayed for. And we'll see things happen in our country because you, you're also fast, fasting. Amen. Glory to God. So, we're having communion this morning. So I'm just going to take the emblems, covers off. Just pick up your emblems and go back to your seat and we will take communion together. And at that time, you might, Heather, you might as well put something on right now. And once we get our emblems together, we will pick up our emblems. We will receive 
communion together. Amen. In your hands is unleavened bread. It's the same recipe that uh, the children of Israel had on the night of the Passover. And of course, Jesus said, take, eat, this is my bread, body. Broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And also at that uh, Passover, they have three loaves or three pieces of bread or and they take out the middle one and they break it and often they say this is Abraham, Isaac and Jacob but it wasn't that it's a third uh, it's a second one in the trinity which is the son so father we praise you we just give you thanks lord that we have an opportunity, Father God, to, to remember what Jesus endured, Father God, to give us freedom, to give our bodies, Father God, health, wholeness. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks for it in Jesus' name. and the cup. The cup represents the blood of Jesus. It's a new covenant, a new testament. That as we look to it, the blood, Jesus' blood was shed to wash away our sins. So Father, we praise you, we just give you thanks. In remembrance, of what Jesus did on the cross, jetted blood for us that we might be cleansed. We receive that and we thank, thank you for the blessing of it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, glory to God. We have some homework to do. You go to the store and buy all your, your goodies, <laughs> your vegetables, mainly vegetables, there's no meat to buy, so. And uh, look on your computers, how, or if you can't, don't have a computer, ask Laurel, she'll give you all the recipes. <laughs> and. Uh, We'll see how we are together as when we come together Wednesday, see how, how things are going. And maybe some of the things that you believe for has already come to, will come to pass. So let's all uh, stand. We're closing ahead of time even quicker today. Did all this. And so Father, we praise you. We just give thanks, Lord, that uh, as you've shared with us, Father God, uh, 
the value of fasting and praying, Father God, and especially in this year of 2018, Father God, where we're allowed to have our spirits soar, Father God, to new heights. We, we praise you. We just give you thanks. I thank you, Lord, that uh, the fasting and prayer, Father God, that, that uh, each and every one of us will have a revival, new life into us, Father God. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. Bless us as we go our separate ways, Father God. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. Thank you.